Hey guys, it's Crystal from Kravis Forever and Champagne and Shit Talk on Instagram. Tune in to my new podcast to talk about my two favorite things, Kravis and Shit Talk. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for Kravis and Shit Talk. What a week it has been. Not in the world of Kravis, of course, because they have been MIA, but and all the other little things. I apologize for my voice today, folks, because I have extremely swollen tonsils for some godforsaken reason. I had the absolute joy of having a COVID test this morning. Um, But lucky for me, swollen tonsils are actually the only symptom under the goddamn sun that are not a sign of COVID. So I think we're good to go. Let's talk about our favorite couple. Okay, Kravis has been missing for about two weeks. They have only made small appearances on their social media, including Court posting a picture of her extensions on the floor, citing new haircut by Travis Barker. What do we think, guys? Do we think this is a full-on scalping? Do we think this is just she took her extensions out? I, for one, cannot wait to see what has been going on. I have heard some rumblings that they're in quarantine and I'm hoping they're okay, but honestly, not sure. So just sending my prayers. Um, let's see what else. ScarJo versus Disney was a big one this week. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but basically Scarlett Johansson was given a contract for Black Widow. Okay. And in said contract, most of her earnings came from box office sales. So the agreement was they were going to release it in theaters. She'd make her money off box office sales, and then it would be released on Disney+. Plus. However, Disney went ahead and dropped that bitch on the same day that they put it in theaters, thus creating a, a much easier platform to view it on. Why do you have to go to the movie theater and spend $20 on popcorn if you can sit on your couch and enjoy it for for $29.99, right? You're going to pay that for the ticket. Then you have to buy a $17 popcorn, then a $14 soda. Um, Really, only Daddy Warbucks can afford to go to the movie theater, at least with friends, right? So the movie theater is definitely one of those dates where we're going Dutch because nobody can afford to buy two popcorns, okay? It's just wild. Um, but basically in, in doing that, they screwed her out of a bunch of money. So she is suing them for either renegotiation of her contract or anticipated earnings. I am totally team ScarJo. OK, it's not right. And honestly, not to be this person, but I'm going to be this person. This would not happen to Iron Man. OK, you wouldn't catch Iron Man having these problems. It would just be set in stone. They would not even dare. And if they did something like this, they wouldn't be responding to him in the way that they responded to ScarJo. All right, let's talk about Sex Life. Okay, I told you guys last week that I started Sex Life. I have finished it, okay? I really liked it. I really loved it. 
I love that they end on a cliffhanger. I love that, you know, the hotness and heaviness continued on through the end because there's a lot of shows that like start off hot and heavy, but then they fizzle out towards the end. I kind of felt like that with Fifty Shades of Grey because although you wanted like Anastasia to get married to um, Christian, you still wanted all the weird wild sex, right? And we kind of lost that towards the end. But with sex life, it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. It's so, so good. I will say, I am intrigued by the real life romance, however, of Sarah Shahi and Adam Demos a little bit more than the show. And here's why. Okay. Sarah Shahi is very hot and heavy on the gram. Okay. She's like, I love you, my angel, my soulmate, my baby. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Heart emoji, heart emoji. And Adam is like, thanks for the great birthday, babe. Or like one picture a week. So I'm a little nervous for the two of them. I'm a little nervous that this is going to end in tears. And then what are we going to do about the show? Right. So hopefully the romance lasts long enough for us to get sex life up and running on a consistent basis and come to the end of that like storyline. Because I don't know. I just don't see it being endgame because he's very, very much the opposite of her on the gram. Now, granted, the gram is not everything, but it just I mean, even in some interviews, he doesn't even really want to talk about it. And and again, maybe he's private, but. Oh, with her, she's like all in. Whatever. I you know me. I love love. So I really hope it works out. I hope that they live happily ever after. Um, But I don't see it, folks. Shout out to Sarah Shahi, though, because we share a birthday. Capricorns. Go team go. I'm sorry, guys. I have to, like, take time to breathe in between these segments because my tonsils are, like, the size of beach balls. It's really quite wild. So needless to say, I will be getting some soup and some tea and seeing my doctor. Um, But I think we're going to be okay. (laughs) Um, All right. Simone Biles. I want to talk a little bit about her. Okay. She's been the topic of conversation for the past two weeks because she has been making some interesting choices. Um, I got to say, I am Team Simone. I support her. Uh, Obviously, she was favored to win the gold medal in this year's Olympic Games. She is the defending champion. Went back, um, was kind of a little bit like off in her qualifying rounds and then suddenly withdrew. She withdrew for mental health issues and didn't disclose why. However, it did come out this week why she had withdrawn. Apparently, she had a case of what's called the twisties in the gymnastics world. And for everybody who doesn't know what that is, because I didn't, I had to Google it. um, The twisties is when you basically lose your placement, lose your spatial awareness um, while you are midair in a flip. So imagine that you are like upside down, six feet in the air and just like, where the fuck am I? That's basically what she was going through. And so it kind of makes sense if you look back at like her qualifying rounds and you see that she was like really like overshooting a lot of her dismounts. Um, That kind of makes sense to me. But how fucking terrifying is that? I can't even imagine 
Like I, I'm a, I can't even do like certain things because I lose my spatial awareness. Imagine you're upside down. It's like vertigo, but in the air. Um, and they say like, people say like, if you really sit down and you think about going down the stairs enough in a, in a, a very detailed way, you will scare yourself out of being able to do it. And you'll basically be like frozen. Um, and so shout out to my husband who's going to have to carry me down the stairs the rest of the day. But like I have something like that, which I my husband laughs at me all the time because he's like, I don't understand why you, what your problem is. And I'm like, I really physically cannot do this. But I am terrified of jumping into a pool. So just like standing at the edge of a pool, nothing like not a diving board, just like an in-ground pool standing on the edge and then jumping casually in. I cannot fucking do it. I cannot do it. Okay. My mind will not allow my body to move. I get like frozen in fear and I cannot, I can't. I'm scared that when I go to lift my foot, my other one's going to slip. I'm going to bang my head and I just get absolutely terrified. So I can't even imagine what Simone was going through. However, our girl muscled through and came back for two of the events that she felt like she could confidently do without impacting her condition anymore, one of which being the balance beam, which is so crazy to me because that is probably the most terrifying event of all of them, the balance beam. I can't even watch the balance beam because I'm scared everyone's going to hit their head, which, you know, as I'm saying this, I'm starting to think that maybe I have some sort of issue with hitting the heads. (laughs) Maybe I need to speak to somebody about it. I don't know. But she came back. She killed it. Bronze medal. I mean, what an all-star. Like, leaving the competition, getting out of that mental space of, of competing, then going back and killing it. So shout out to Simone for all of her hard work at the Olympics. We're proud of you. We're proud of all of Team USA. Um, and how cool was it, too, that, like, you know, one door closes, another door opens with Simone withdrawing from the competition, uh, Suni Lee was able to compete and won gold. So that's that's pretty spectacular because I think Suni Lee was an alternate and otherwise would not have been able to compete. So it's really like a full circle moment. Very cool for the whole team. Paris Hilton this week also hitting the news, causing speculation with a pregnancy rumor. Everyone knows I hate a pregnancy rumor. I hate a pregnancy rumor specifically based off like a woman's body. Um, You know, fertility, conceiving, it's all such a touchy subject um, and it's so personal. So I really hate a pregnancy rumor because you never know what anyone's going through. And I'd hate to speculate that someone's pregnant when really they just lost a baby or um, they're struggling to get pregnant. It's just a very personal thing. However, this one was was out there. It was on almost every news channel. And Paris came out right away, did a 10-minute podcast, and was like, no, not true, not at all. However, I do have this cooking show coming out. So, you know, everyone's kind of thinking, like, was this a PR stunt? Was this for real somebody else? I got to tell you, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I think for sure it was PR. I honestly do think this was a PR stunt. Listen, Paris is no dummy, okay? This is a very smart woman. She has made a career of being a socialite. 
Okay? People can only try to be as good as Paris Hilton has ever been at that job. She is the number one make money off doing nothing celeb. Okay? She's incredible. She's super, super smart. Contrary to what everyone thinks about her, she's incredibly intelligent. She's been involved in business since she was very, very young because her her father is a very intelligent businessman. So I personally do think that this was a bit of a PR ploy. She does have a cooking show coming out this week. Actually, I think it came out yesterday. Um, you know, I mean, it's not it's not out of the question. And if she did, good for her. Here's the thing. Us following celebs. Yes, we love it. We love to know all their business, but they don't owe us anything, right? I love me some Kravis. I'm going to follow Kravis until the end of time. However, Kravis doesn't owe me an explanation for their life. I get what I'm given, right? So like if they have the kindness in their heart to share a picture of the two of them together, then we as the, the general public get a picture of it. But if they decide to use that media power for themselves, why shouldn't they, right? There's so many negative things that happen to them because of the media. Why shouldn't they take that and switch it back on us and get a little positive out of it? I mean, if that's what she did, good honor. I think that's, you know, a really smart move. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here for it, honestly. Way to go, pair. Matthew and Shayna had some more drama this weekend. And let me tell you, if you thought their past dealings were childish, well, then you're up for a big surprise because this right here, folks, is probably rock bottom. So an article came out this week uh, where Matthew was cited as saying he's happier than ever um, without her and things of that nature. And obviously, being a woman, being quite frankly anybody, Shayna was very upset by that and decided that she was going to post some evidence, some receipts, shall we say. As you know, Matthew has relocated back to Rhode Island since the breakup, and Shayna is here in Rhode Island right now visiting her parents. And yes, I am in Rhode Island as well, so we're all here like a big happy family. So the two of them are both here in state and apparently met up two days before the article dropped, went out, had some fun and hooked up. So Shayna was sure to post a few receipts about their encounter. And Matthew, in response, posted on his story, FYI, my ex is now messaging and harassing me and now every woman I follow. She just texted me from another phone number telling me she's going to trash me to any girl I follow. I apologize for this drama to all of you. Just block her. And then tags Shayna. She doesn't go down without a fight, of course. She then posts on her story, your watch is as fake as you. Anything for attention. See you never. Okay. First of all, how old are we, people? How old are we? Okay. I am going to say in this childish, juvenile argument. I am absolutely team Shayna, though. Okay. It's one thing to break up. When they broke up, she said nothing disparaging about him. 
people were still clowning her for being with this guy. And she was still like, he's a good guy. I wish him nothing but happiness. Um, it's just the fame. It got to be too much. Like nothing disparaging. He goes and gets an article being the clout chaser that we have always known he was, that her children have always known he was, and is like, better off without you. I'm sorry. Any woman anywhere is going to feel some kind of way about such a thing. Do I love that she got down in the gutter with him? No. But we've all been in a moment where we're not our best selves, especially after a breakup. Hopefully now she can realize that she's better off without him and go ahead and do something better for herself. She deserves it. Um, Every woman deserves to be treated well. That includes Shayna. So I wish her well. Um, I really just I hope it doesn't get any lower, honestly. An interesting story came out this week about Aaliyah. I am a huge Aaliyah fan. Always have been. She was my idol as a kid. I used to like as soon as my parents would leave the house, I would turn on MTV and try to like figure out all the dance moves to just try again. Um, apparently, reports are saying now that there was a boy in the cab who was 11 years old at the time. He's 33 years old now or something, 30 years old, something like that. And it's stating that Aaliyah had actually taken a sleeping pill prior to getting to the airport. When she got there, she said, no way, I'm not getting on that plane. I don't feel comfortable. But then passed out in the cab and her team carried her unconscious body onto the plane. It's it's unreal. It's devastating. It's sad if this is true. Um, But it is a little comforting to some of the people that were closest to her because what people have said for years is that she was one of the the smartest people they knew. She had the most common sense. She was just a very down-to-earth, smart woman and that they never could really understand why she got on this plane knowing that it was overweight. And so knowing that potentially this wasn't her choice and that she didn't do something so foolish in the final hours of her life is a bit comforting. It's terrifying to know that this was actually someone who forced her to go on this plane that killed her. But I, you know, a little bit of a silver lining to her family. Additionally, this week is kind of a big week, I guess. Uh, Rihanna is officially a billionaire. Claps and snaps and all the good things for Queen Riri. Okay, she is, uh, she's magic. She is lightning in a bottle. That woman can do no wrong, okay? I don't know if you've ever looked up the old clips of when people ask Rihanna what she's looking for in a man, but they're gold, they're classic. You should show them to your daughters, okay? Because she is female empowerment embodied. She is queen of the world. And I'm so happy for Riri. Shout out to Riri. You are my idol, your biggest fan. Last but not least... Let's talk about Kanye and the weekend, okay? Kanye posted a picture this week of a screenshot of a call log, okay? On the call log is numerous calls from the weekend, 2 o'clock in the morning. What the fuck they're talking about at 2 o'clock in the morning? I'm really not sure, but honestly, Abel, call me. Call me anytime. Call me today. 
Call me tomorrow. Call me tonight. Call me at two o'clock in the morning. I don't care. Um, I am curious to know what these two men in particular are talking about because both of them have like super genius minds that run completely different than all the rest of us. So I would love to be a fly on the wall for those conversations. But seriously, Abel, call me. Um, However, alas, it was just a joke. Okay, the screenshots actually belonged to a producer that they both work with. And so there is no collab in the works as far as we know, which is super disappointing because I was really hoping there would be. The two of them are musically genius and it would be so incredible to hear a song between the two of them. However, The weekend does have a song that is dropping Friday night. Okay, I'm so stoked. As you guys know, I'm his biggest fan. Um, just dropped my phone. Um, I'm his biggest fan. I was, I got really excited. And I cannot freaking wait. I am a little curious to see what the concert's going to be like this year. I do have tickets. As I said, I am his number one fan. And while I was so excited for the After Hours tour, I'm kind of even more excited that we might get a twofer. Um, So I can't wait to see what this guy does. He killed it last year. Kanye is still living in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The rent has got to be outrageous. How long can he really sustain living here? I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand how he's going to be able to maintain that. This man has billions of dollars go to a hotel like go to a presidential suite get the finest hotel there is rent a house it's got to be cheaper than living in the stadium i just i I don't understand it's like self-imposed jail i don't know if it's just creative process i don't know i don't know i don't get it i mean he's like coming out in the middle of soccer games to like hang with the crowd it's bizarre, honestly. I I would love to know what's going through his mind because it's he's functioning on a much higher level than I am, that's for sure. Guys, there is an added benefit to me recording this podcast so late in the day because I wasn't feeling well. Cordy and Trav have just emerged from 10 days of quarantine as she has outlined on her store, on her photo dump she just dropped a bunch of photos from the past 10 days saying 10 days in quarantine okay so it looks to me like our lovebirds have been holed up together at travis's house she's got a photo of the haircut and i gotta say it doesn't look bad okay so for all of you who had to endure a quarantine haircut and you looked like trash afterwards i hear you i'm with you because court looks amazing. <laughs> These two can do no wrong. Their hotness is ridiculous. It's honestly it's starting to become a bit unfair. Um, there is another photo here of P and Rain smushed up against the glass door. Looks like they're trying to like see mom. It's kind of the cutest thing. So to all of those mom shamers who are like, she's never with her kids. She haven't seen her with her kids in two weeks. Guess what you guys can do? I'm going to say it in a nice way. Go ahead and eat your hat because if she would have gone home to her kids, you all would have said, look, she put her kids in danger. What a good mama. 
doing the time. And let me tell you, as a mom who has had COVID and had to quarantine from her children, the amount of grief and pain you feel when you're away from your babies and you cannot sneak in and give them a hug. You can't sneak in and give them a kiss. You can't be there for them when they're crying. You can't smell their hair as you're getting them ready for school. It's torture. It's absolute torture. So glad to see that they are free. Glad to see that they did the right thing and they quarantined. But also, I'm sure it wasn't too bad quarantining with a lover who you are so hot and heavy with. So welcome back to the world, Court and Travis. We missed you. As always, Travis forever. Talk to you next week.